sorry for being upset our was like fucking celebrating and someone commented like it says more about you as a person that you were celebrating the death of an elderly woman and i was like get fucked dude she took like half the world she can suck my dick she still has six of our counties i don't give a fuck <laughs> you're listening to the art and war podcast with your host mitch and nathan Mitch is a former airborne infantry squad leader who now spends most of his time coaching soccer. Nathan is a professional illustrator and an avid shooter with a couple of years of Canadian military experience. Together, they run the Seaburn Art page. Enjoy the show. I lost my fucking train. I thought it was soon as you said that. Did you say cunt crusher? Yeah, cunt crusher. Cunt crusher. Cunt crusher. Anyways, so Lucas has a confession to make. I'm Garrett. My real name is Lucas. I'm pretty sure that. Yeah, no, we're all actually in the same room together recording on two different Yeah, so this sounds like us. It's not our fault. We don't know what we're doing. Uh, it, it's uh, BR's fault for being terrible at editing this particular episode. BR, you're fired. We're going to hire a team of Indian people. BR, I'm going to kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> Lucas seems upon a throne of lies. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I... We are going to have to fucking speak up, though, because... Uh, we have the games turned down really badly, so the two microphones that are uh, that are like three feet apart can actually pick our voices up. I'm basically deep throating mine. Yeah, but yeah, no. Basically, I I use a, a, a pseudonym because I, I was scared and I was being a little bitch and I decided to stop doing <laughs> that. And, and then we tagged you in like yeah, every single post yeah, that we owe to you. You tagged me. My real name is on my Insta. And then I also just anyone that messaged me, I straight up was like, my real name is Lucas, by the way. Like straight away. <laughs> it's on so, your Instagram profile. Yeah. So like, honestly, there was no fucking reason to do it. But yeah, so I'm going yeah. by Lucas now. It's my real name. Uh, yeah. Fucking DM me on Insta and say hi. Yeah. Uh, send him feet pics. Yes, please. Um, anyways. Uh, so we were just talking about right before this. Uh, we actually got some hate mail. Um, it's the first and only real hate mail we've ever got, except for that lady who's complaining about uh, how we weren't doing enough for Ukraine. Um, <laughs> I've been doing plenty for Ukraine. I've been sending arms to Russia for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, someone was mad that I, I have been a racist against Italians. So <laughs> I just sent them a, back a picture of a... Someone loading a, a pistol magazine with pasta and putting it to their head. Um, <laughs> I just proceeded to send them awful Italian memes. But yeah. like, you're, allowed, there's like, you're allowed to be racist towards basically any white minority. You're allowed yeah. to be racist against Italians. You're allowed to be racist against Irish. You're like like the Polish, absolutely. You know, like yeah. anyone that still passes white, you can just be racist towards them. It's fine. Exactly. Uh, they they got for they got madder and madder and madder until I I think I just got bored and blocked them eventually. But they they did not take my uh, I cook into pasta memes very well. Anyways, how are you guys doing? We today we have Lucas here actually in Canada. Yeah, um, I, I I got here like what like last week or some shit. And, last week. Uh, I still don't leave until like fucking twenty fifth or so. I'm here for, yeah. like, forever. We are going to America in a couple of days, and it's going to be grand. Yeah, wonderful. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to go to go to America. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Should we say where we're going? Uh, I mean, by the time this comes out, we'll probably either be back or somewhere down there. Yeah, fair. So we're, we're going to like Texas, right? Yeah. yeah we're going yeah. to Dallas. We're going to probably drop in on a couple people on the way. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. I, basically, since I've been here, the majority of what I've done, because I'm not allowed to do it in my country of Ireland, is uh, fucking shooting. Yes. He's just been shooting almost every day. It's been you, fucking great. You've been here for like five days and we've gone shooting for three of them. Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, Isaac brought us out to the range, the, the long range. Yeah, we, we shot at... Like, the, the places you can shoot long range here, there, there's not a lot of them. We only shot out to about 300, but it was, it was a good time. 
Yeah, I, again, I have no experience whatsoever with guns. So Nathan, well, except actually the time I was here a few years ago, Nathan, I've been shooting with Nathan a few times before I came here and you've yeah. like trained me up a bit. And I tried to keep in mild practice with it. So like I've yeah. got a little bit of idea what I'm doing. But uh, yeah, no, like uh, nothing compared to these dudes who are shooting like every fucking day of the week. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, it's pretty fun. I got to shoot a shotgun. I got to shoot a shoot a, a pistol. Hold on, hold on. Uh, what shotgun did you get to shoot? You let me shoot the Caltech, and I was very excited. <laughs> <laughs> the under, Caltech KSG. Under, under very close supervision, I was allowed to touch the Caltech. <laughs> it warms my heart. By the way, skeet shooting with the Caltech is hilarious. It surprisingly <laughs> works it very well. It works. It, yeah. Even at range, like, like I was shooting like pretty far away, it was still like winging him. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking great. Like yeah. video games make you believe that shotguns lose all effectiveness past like three feet in front of you. You know? Mm. Right. No, that, that thing was a lot of fun, actually. Put that put that thirty two inch barrel on there and you can hit quite far, actually. Yeah. Can you get thirty two inch barrels for the Keltec? The what? Not for the Kel uh actually I think the Kel like I wanna say the thirty five, the one with like the really fucking long barrel. Oh yeah, I think it looks like fucking yeah, I, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I actually think those are thirty inch barrels. Let me check yeah. out. But uh, you can get long barrels for the Caltech ASG. Yeah. And then I think they hold something like stupid, like fucking like 30 rounds. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It already holds like 14, isn't it? Uh, yeah. That's awesome. But yeah. Anyways, uh, you were actually thinking of, and I don't know if we should cut this or not. That's totally up to no, you. Cool. Actually moving to North America. Yeah, I'm considering it. I'm considering moving to like, like honestly here or some shit because like I, I, I've been looking into like the easiest way to like emigrate and shit and like obviously the issue for all that is always visa stuff but like it seems like getting into canada is relatively easy like i have two friends i've done it already and uh, they went to like toronto and they, they seem to have not, not make much of a problem they had to work like shitty jobs i think initially but like i'm pretty sure like if it just like if i know someone with like a company registered here or some shit i can just get in that way or something or there's a bunch of different ways you can do it. But either way, yeah, no, I'm considering uh, leaving Ireland because Ireland's honestly gone to shit. They're like, I'm very, actually genuinely, I'm going like right back in when it's obviously going to be heading into winter and I'm genuinely worried. <laughs> like, I'm like, like the prices of like fucking heating and shit, I've gone up by like 39%. Like everything is just like crazy fucking expensive. Uh, like all people are going to fucking die. Uh, it's like, like the, the obviously the whole like Russia, Ukraine shit is causing like major issues all throughout Europe. So like I'm getting a little bit worried. But, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know if it'd be any safer in Canada, but, like, I mean, it'd be... I, I like it here, and at least here I can have a gun. So... That, not just a gun. You can also have a wood stove and just cut down a tree to fucking heat yourself. Yeah, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah, we can't do that in Ireland. Also, yeah, the, the, you can get a Caltech uh, KSG-25, I think it's called, with a 30-and-a-half-inch barrel. Ah, interesting. It's awesome. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, anyways, um, yeah, I, I saw the... Uh, well, after the Americans bombed the Nord Stream pipeline, which I find fucking hilarious. Yeah, I mean, is it is there any real doubt over the fact that it was the Americans? Like, I, the only people I've seen trying to claim that it wasn't are like the Ukraine in in flag in bio people who are like, this is all Putin's fault, and they always blame everything on Putin straight away. When I'm like, there's a pretty high, high like, multiple like like professionals have like gone on like even CNN and been like, yeah, we fucking did this for sure. You know, like it's it seems pretty dead set that it was probably the Americans. You know, in the past, in the past, it would probably be reasonable just to believe that like the swedish investigating they're probably pretty non-biased but now that they're actually going for nato membership that kind of like non-biasedness has just dissipated completely yeah 100 percent. So. so yeah be, be ready for your fucking like 500 pound electricity bills per month this winter wherever the hell it's going to be it's going to suck ass yeah gas already going back up here yeah unfortunately yeah 
Even not, though oil oil is like low now, but gas is just continuing to go up. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. But I mean, it, to be fair, it's probably like like it, this is probably going to be a pretty worldwide issue as well. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Like, not going to be like a major difference, I'd say. But in general, just uh, it seems like my money stretches farther in Canada anyway. Oh, but, dude. Uh, yeah, you were telling us about like property values yeah. or even the the price for food and everything oh else. dude it's fucking crazy like, like I, I i have a very like low barometer on how i track this shit but all i know is that it went from costing me like a euro 50 for a kind of monster to three euros so that's, yeah. that's why like oh shit moment like, yeah it's like your other barometer aside from your uh buffalo wild wings yeah that's <laughs> why uh, which i have to give credit to joe jogan on twitter for that was the his like his uh doomsday apocalypse scenario it was like if you're in the U.S. and you can still go to Buffalo Wild Wings and get a pitcher of beer and 20 wings for 25 bucks, you're nowhere near close to a civil war or a major uprising. Yeah. The minute you can't do that, then start worrying. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, uh, Isaac and I just survived the worst hurricane of all time to come here, which actually ended up being kind of a nothing burger. Um, well, it, home, weren't, you, it, weren't you without electricity for like a week? Yeah, but that like comparatively, <laughs> it's... It, no, yeah, <laughs> it comparatively, was, it was, like to me that would be that, like that's hell. Like normal. So it, it it just had a particular shittiness that it still hit as a post tropical storm. I mean, Hurricane Juan back in I want to say '03 hit us as a Category Two. Yeah, but the thing about Juan that was nice was that it was pretty condensed, so it just did yeah. like a fucking laser beam through the province. Yeah, and then died out. Whereas Dorian and now Fiona were just really just grabbing me. Stop grabbing me. Stop touching me. <laughs> No, Hurricane and uh, Hurricane Fiona and Hurricane Dorian were much more spread out, so there's more widespread damage. But yeah, people are just getting their power back now. It's been like two weeks since the hurricane hit, but this kind of goes into a bigger thing of the government telling people, "Oh, you gotta be prepared," wagging yeah. their finger at you, and actually being part of the response for the hurricane at the headquarters side. Our provincial EMO or emergency management organization was not prepared whatsoever. To the point that, like, two weeks on, they still didn't know what some municipalities needed in the ways of support because they had no mechanism of actually talking to them. And they kind of took a stance of, like, well, if they're in trouble, they'll contact us. In fact, the day after the hurricane, the like, the cell towers were down in a lot of the areas. And our emergency organization, so fire, police, uh, use the um, – I can't remember, but they're, like, the cell phone tower-based radios – and uh, the fire chief in one of these municipalities didn't know that he didn't have a fucking radio until someone told him, like, there's a house burning <laughs> out the street, dude. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck, right? Holy shit. So they busted out their old, like, UHF, BHF radios and yeah. started using those. But it was just like, the guy had no idea that the whole system was down. Yeah. And there's no backup, no preparation. Nova Scotia Power doesn't do the preventative maintenance. That's why so many people were out power because all the fucking lines snapped. Yeah, ninety five percent of the province lost electricity. Yeah, that's fucking I mean, wild. Yeah. And then, like Prince Edward Island got fucked by both the wind and the seas. Yeah. And then uh, Newfoundland, just north east of us, there, uh, Port of Basque on the oh, south. They got fucked. Well, yeah, they lost some houses. A woman got swept at the sea when they were trying to like secure the place. It was really unfortunate for her. Yeah. But it was also one of these cases of, like, you shouldn't be securing your house during the storm. Like, it yeah. should have been secured yeah. and you should have been out of there. A lot of people just really didn't take it as, uh, oh, this is going to be serious. But it actually yeah, yeah. was pretty serious yeah. in those areas. But I'm just going to rant about Nova Scotia because of the four uh, provinces in the Maritimes of Canada here, two of the provinces always smash the fucking federal government help whenever there's an emergency. And it's always Newfoundland. And it's always Nova Scotia. 
to the point that our contract is that the military is supposed to be like last resort. We have done everything in our capability to solve the problem and we are no longer able to do so. Well, Nova Scotia, like we're trying to call for military aid before the hurricane even hit. And they did it for uh, the last hurricane too. That's how unprepared our government is in Nova Scotia, that they will try to call for aid because they know they have no means of doing anything about it. Yeah. Aside from calling for aid. And in the three years since the last hurricane, they have not improved whatsoever. In fact, they've actually made it their goal to make themselves the least responsible organization in the province when it comes to anything. And they just want to slouch it off to everything else. So it's like, that, that is my rant about what this hurricane has led to. And, like, I can only fault people for being prepared so much. I mean, like, being without power for 14 days is, like, not normal for a first world country. Yeah, be ready for three days without power and, like, water, I'm food. To seven. I'm, I'm saying for you, like, your average person, yeah. like, especially in the cities, yeah. like, three days is a good kind of metric. Yeah. If you live out further out, seven days is a better metric because you're a little further out. Ten, the power crews tend to get to you there last. Yeah. But like 14 days is a little excessive. But you got to understand that like Nova Scotia power sucks. It's a fucking monopoly in yeah. Canada yeah. because I would go as far to say it's like any government run entity and that is that you're responsible. Yeah. And it's like here's an example of a group of people who are absolutely fully prepared. Uh there's a bunch of islands on the southern part of Newfoundland there that got hit. Mm. And we sent one of our warships over to actually in like investigate cuz they couldn't really hear from them. Yeah, yeah. So they just sent them in there to like check on them, make sure it was okay. Well, those Newfoundlanders were like, oh yeah, we're like, we got generators, we got fuel, we got food. Yeah, you guys want some, prepared, you but... guys want some sandwiches. We're cooking yeah. some moose. <laughs> like they were like offering their support to the military that was there to support them. And it's like, they're just like used to it. This is status quo for them. That, that sounds they, a lot like Ireland, honestly. Like anytime we have any sort of like even we don't get into like this where you don't have power for fucking seven days because we're again we're a tiny fucking country. So, but like we we do have like anytime there's even the most mild like event or whatever the military just called out just fix it. Yeah. Like even during COVID, like we pulled a big fucking ship into the port and had military out to like test people and shit and all like that and thing. I was like, security isn't what they're meant for. No. But like our military doesn't do fucking anything else. And our, so. our general is like he he hates domestic operations for yeah. that reason. He's like, it's not our purpose. It's more of an exception to the rule and not the rule yeah but one of the ones that baffles my mind is i was reading an article about it there's a couple things about my mind really but one of the ones is like there's this woman uh i believe she was older but she's an advocate for like older people disabled people Mm. and she's like well the government failed us the government let us down the government let us down last time the government's us now and her, her her solution was the government needs to do more and i'm like no they're just gonna fucking let you down again stop giving money to the government Take that money that instead of giving to fucking taxes that they give them themselves for bonuses and shit and like use it for your own self-reliance. Yeah. yeah. And like this goes back to like a whole other slew of problems like throwing your elderly folks into a home, not taking yeah. care of your family, not being prepared and trusting the government to help you. And the other thing that baffled my mind was so in total we had about 800 troops deployed in the three provinces. Yeah. Like total. Yeah. Um divvied up where they were needed. And Nova Scotia, I think, had the lion's share with about 400 to 500 troops. And our premier, being the, the tool that he is, was like, I need a 1,000 troops. Well, here was the problem. They're like 400 troops in Nova Scotia. Some of them didn't have tasks to do. Like, the province was not communicating what they need to be done. 
Yeah. And like the stuff that was within their bounds to actually accomplish, mm. like they'd either already done it or like it was not needed at all. And that was like the state. It was like, we need a thousand troops. Like what to come in and sit around and do fucking nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so pissy about it because the government said, we'll task troops to the tasks that are there, which we were well within our capability. So then Nova Scotia starts coming up with like bullshit tasks. So like they're doing a flagging. So, you know, the guys that hold the stop sign for construction. Yeah. So they started doing that for the power crews because, you know, there's not like so a, the military is working for the private corporation. That... But there's like, I'm amazed at the private corporations in Nova Scotia that do that. So we have like on guard frontline, like a bunch of other ones. I'm surprised they weren't like up in arms with the province that they were taking work away from them. Yeah. Yeah. And then they try to get it like the military to start like, cleaning private property like moving like the brush and sticks away like not an emergency whatsoever just like printing up properties yeah federal government thankfully said like no like that's not what they're for and in fact i think as of like today like all of our forces have drawn down and left but like man was it infuriating how like desperate the province was to hold on to the military because that is their only solution to a problem and, like, if it were up to me, man, I would gut our emergency management organization and just redo it because they clearly don't know what they're doing. Yeah. And they don't want to know. And I don't know if you guys have any, like, similar organizations like that in Ireland. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I, there's, there, like, yeah, our government is generally pretty fucking understaffed overall. So, like, we don't really have, like, bodies that whose job would be to clean shit up, really. You have, like, construction workers, obviously, and stuff. And then you've got, like, kind of, like, I suppose they have like cleanup crews, but like again, if there was that situation, like you know, where there was like shit all over the place or whatever, like from a storm, we would also call in the military most likely. Yeah. You know, like but, but that's because they their our military is treated more just like general public servants because they don't actually see any combat. So like they're not doing anything fucking else. So this is one of the ones I kind of wish Mitch was on for because he could talk about the differences between like the regular force, the reserve, and the national guard in the US, because yeah. I really don't know enough about it. I would send him a message to tell him to come on. But he said he's out of service right now. Yeah. So it's it, it just, it just one of those ones that I, I can't speak to because a lot of guys I was talking to in uh, our headquarters there, right? Like the conversation of like the National Guard in the U.S. came up and uh, yeah. FEMA and yeah. all stuff like that. I'm like, well, I don't really know anything about those organizations. All I know that I think FEMA, I could be wrong, but I believe FEMA is like their yeah, kind but, of civilian equivalent to responding to disasters. Yeah, mm. I'm going to keep my thoughts about FEMA to myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, all I know about FEMA is they're like, they're like the center of every conspiracy theory about everything in America. <laughs> 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 like FEMA mass graves. Just Google that and immediately get like a million results from like every Alex Jones like, type dude. Like, <laughs> you know? I'm glad I could lead into that without knowing. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I know about FEMA. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, this last hurricane really started kicking up, and it was really interesting to see the media response. Where like after the military got called out and stuff, like the media just immediately turns like, "Is it time for a civil defense force? Because this is not the military's job." And like I was like, "What the hell, CBC? Like normally you're the one bitching the military's not doing enough." Yeah, like, yeah, that's weird. But like they they apparently like turned and like. Yeah, government. When are you gonna do something? About this? I think we. I think in Ireland we just use the reserve, like uh, military dudes, if there's any shit well, that, like that. So that's what we do. We we have the incident response unit, the RU, yeah. which is a normally a regular force unit. Yeah, they're only the first ones to respond, and then afterwards we like generate our reserves up to respond, which are like normally local guys that like 
want to help their community out and get paid at the same time. So it's yeah. like win-win. And uh, that's why normally the military doesn't step up for like a day or two after the disaster because they're just mobilizing. Right. Plus, it you. doesn't make sense to stage up in the fucking way of the hurricane that's about to hit. It's like, yeah, absolutely. why would you put your troops there? <laughs> yeah. Totally fair. No, it's... Uh... So, Lucas, when we say like we lose power for like seven days or so, this happens here. This happens here not super often. Like every few years it will happen once. So um, you're, it's you're, happened four times over my life. You're going to see in this winter when, like, we get heavy snow and stuff, people will just lose power for no reason because Fiona probably weakened a bunch of power poles and, like, okay. connections. So when the snow comes and puts weights on those lines that didn't get knocked down, right. you're going to see, like, people just lose power for fucking no reason. Literally, I think the longest I've ever gone without power is, like, six hours. Like, that's it. We, uh, we never get major outages. When when I was younger there during Hurricane Juan, my family, we lost it for 10 days. Yeah, same. I think it was... Seven. Which was downtown Halifax. So that's it was insane. Like, uh, the problem came from, those that the houses around us had power. Mm. So Nova Scotia Power was reading it as uh, that area had been restored. But you guys weren't. Not realizing, <laughs> 10 days is a lot for yeah, Juan. Not realizing there was three, like, houses on that grid that yeah. were on a separate breaker. Oh, okay. So, like... It took like the combined calling of like all three houses to be like, listen, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sort man. our shit out. Yeah. 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 No, I take it back. I'm not moving here. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, no uh, yeah. That's like, that's wild to me. Like, yeah. I suppose you guys, you could do get like harsh winters and shit like that, which we don't really have in Ireland. We have I, recently. I don't say our, our winters aren't really harsh. It depends. Really. It, it, it really is, it's comparative because, like, I mean, compared to Ireland, they're harsh. You know, like yeah. in Ireland, like, we are most of our winter, we'd be lucky to get snow. Like yeah. that would that would be rare. Uh, although it has been getting worse in the past few years, where like we're getting like actual proper like snowstorms and shit. Yeah, where, Here like, I could uh, probably count the amount of like I don't even want to say snowstorm, just snow in general. That was like I don't think it ever 20, went past like ankle or no or twenty twenty fifteen. So it's like two thousand four. We had snowmageddon, and then or what was also known as White Wan because it was a year after the hurricane. So I think the hurricane Wan hit in like the September. Yeah. Of, august september time frame yeah and then in like the january february we did get like a legitimate like 10 foot dumping of snow at once yeah so mm. people called it white wand slash snowmageddon yeah and then like the one after that was in 2015 where we got a real fuck ton of snow yeah and then like so we're probably due for another one but probably due for another one it's but not it's not the trending norm. it's not the norm yeah Neither is the hurricanes. Keep in mind, like, us losing power for a week, that's not the norm. Yeah. It happens here, but it's not the norm. Like, the last time this happened was three years ago. So Yeah, was, like, and before that, it was a while. Yeah. Yeah, I, just, years, yeah. I, I just remembered something uh br feel free to put this near the start of the episode or leave it here i don't care we have split off schizocast to do its own thing and it has its own spotify uh uh podcast page now and everything yes so go follow us on that for more schizocast shit yes if, if you want to uh skip through all the things and we'll be putting up bonus episodes and stuff too yeah so. we got like the first four episodes we already did uh are already up there and we'll put this episode up too and nathan's doing the podcast artwork right now yes it's gonna look sick and, it's gonna be uh, dope yeah, we'll be doing like uh, like questions and answer shit through Anchor and stuff like that and everything yes. over the next while. We're just going to all set up at the moment. Nice. I'm excited. But uh, another thing that kind of reveals those is that there's people that like want their houses right along the waterfront and this and that. And then, like yeah. when when these things do happen, it's like, well, uh, it's ideal for now, but it's like when these things do happen, you like if you're not prepared for it, like it's you're awful. Fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like, in Newfoundland, for example, those houses in port of bass they've been there for, like, years and years and years, right? And they've always managed. And then this one time it gets real bad and, like, houses are swept up to sea. 
I saw like some damage of like one house that got literally yeah. lifted off this foundation. It was sitting in the middle of the road. I was yeah. like, your house just becomes a boat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, people got to realize like when you build there, there can be consequences. Yeah. So, I mean like Florida got hit right after us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hurricane, Hurricane Ian, Ian fucked. Which hit at like, I think a category three. Yeah. They got fucked a lot worse than us. So like, yeah. Like Florida gets a lot of storms and shit. They though, do. It? But like seeing the floods that were going on. Yeah. But I fun. think, and I, I could be wrong again, but I'm pretty sure like the way it hit, it came up through the Gulf, which is not as common as than the ones that normally hit along the eastern seaboard. Yeah. So like, because Anna was mentioning, she uh, she didn't get hit that bad, but she's she's further inland, much yeah. further. Yeah. So is my brother. He's up in uh, he's up in the Gainesville area there. So he um, he said that they they had like worse storms on weekends, like this one, which is a little bit of wind and rain. So yeah. But like a lot of the coastal areas when I got fucked. Yeah. Um, this being said, um, what pisses me off more than basically everything, you are, have a lot of problems with like the government side. I have a lot of problems with the people I fucking know not doing anything, not owning a fucking flashlight, yeah. not having food, not having like. Oh, we'll charge like this is like a then, recurring issue of notice. On a convince it comes down to fear. It's like yeah. people being like, if I prepare for this, then it's more likely it's going to happen, and that scares me, so I'm not going to prepare. Except for I always find the opposite. I find that people that like preppers, especially like that, prepare for the worst all the time. They never get the use of shit. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. also true. Yeah, it's it's about being like moderate. You know, like it's yeah. about, like like having like a, some sort of like non perishable food and like water and shit. But like it's like any of the people you meet, you know, like the type of people like live in the middle of a city and have never had to like walk more than fucking like like fifteen minutes to get anything they want. Like uh, they're used to fucking Amazon deliveries and shit. Like I, the idea that like they that may not go away or they may not be able to do that, I think scares the fuck out of them. Yeah. So like I agree. instead of like of like you know preparing for that possibility, which like regardless of whether you want it to happen or not, it's a likelihood. You know, like you guys, I said, like you, you have had situations where you have not power for a few days. Yeah. Like you should obviously prepare for that. You should obviously have a fucking flashlight. You yeah. should have like you know some like water and food prepared, all sort of shit. Yeah. But, even like if you have a little bit of money too, you can just buy a fucking generator for your house. Yeah. Yeah, straight solar panels. You can get a fucking transformer. You can you can prepare for all of these. Things. And there there is a story about that that came out of Fiona of this yeah. little island that like it's seasonal. Other people typically live there from like spring to late fall. Yeah. But they're like that generator, solar power, wind, all that shit. And they're like, yeah, we're fine. Like didn't need any help at all because they were fucking prepared for it. Yeah. yeah. And no. that's, that's that's my next big purchase. I'm going to get myself a little generator for the house. Yeah. And it'll be fine. No, it's 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 it just comes down to people like. <laughs> that, that they've been like cosmopolitan areas being scared of like possibilities and shit of like that shit happening so yeah they just like like uh, but like what a lot of people do when they're they don't, they're like scared of something or don't want to do something they put it to the back of their mind yeah. so like the idea of having that shit around them like it scares them so yeah. that they actually really. but one of the ones that it's a little funny answer out here with uh i was talking to nathan about this when um right before it hit and we we're talking about the flashlight thing you're talking about your friends are like why would i need a flashlight yeah and i, I and had I, to go give flashlights I, I, I remember just talking to yeah. you i'm like because I started thinking about, like, how many flashlights do I have, right? Yeah. I'm, like, listening to I'm like, oh, fuck, uh, like, every one of my rifles has a flashlight on it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> every gun has a light. And I have, like, ten lights on their own. Just sitting around. Like, they're in every drawer, every backpack, whatever. And, you know. And you can mount them onto your Caltech KSG. Exactly. <laughs> do you have a light in your Caltech yet? Uh, I have it. I just haven't mounted it yet. Okay. I was going to say, I got an extra TLR one if you want. Um, Ooh, I may take you up on that because it's smaller. Yeah, but um, no, it, it's it's not a hard thing to have. All of this stuff is not hard to have. It's like the amount of people I know that don't even own like a fucking pocket knife but, or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, that's just wild. I, I think yeah. Luke's is right though. It goes back to just personal responsibility. Where yeah. 
And it goes back like, to that, people, that woman I talked about, right? She full. She went full in trusting the government. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. that. And, going, her, what, and yeah. her response was, well, clearly we need more government. No, yeah, like yeah. why isn't the government taking care of me? It's obviously a refusal of any sort of personal responsibility whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. That's too much responsibility. That's too scary. That's, yeah. you know. And I know multiple people who like argue passionately not to prepare. Like, oh, well, I don't need a light. I've got one on my cell phone. And then they, they lose power for a week yeah. at like three days in. Hey Nathan, you have a charger for your for a cell phone? Can yeah, I they, use they, it? Like, they didn't even charge a fucking power bank, like you yeah. know, like and like that's like the worst mentality to go into anything with. It yeah, was like oh, it's like the government will take care of me. Yeah, the government yeah. doesn't give a fuck about you. You are a number to them. Yeah, and you know what? So long as you pay taxes, that's all they care about. They they'll get to you when they get to you. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. No, yeah. it's it's fucking ridiculous. I, I don't I don't get it. Like he, like you see, I see this a lot in in Ireland, especially like, like I I've got like some survival gear, just basic shit that like basically I went to Nathan. Like it was like during like the the beginning of COVID, and I was like, all right, how bad is this gonna get? And I was like, Nathan, what do I need? You know, yeah, like, it's basic it. stuff like boots. Yeah, like, literally oh. boots. Fucking like uh, I I I I've got a fucking gas mask just in case. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's like not bad shit like that. I've, you know, unironically used my gas mask twice now. Yeah, I, I basically like, just bought fucking camping gear. Like I just yeah. got like fucking like a, a tent and like well, like my shit. Another amazing one is people that don't have like things like blankets or sleeping bags. Yeah, well, it's exactly not gonna have. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like I got like all that shit, and like even then, anyone I've ever mentioned that to or showed it to is like, why do you have this? And I'm like, just in fucking case. And they're yeah. like, in case of what? And I'm like, I don't know. Like fucking, it's it's like I don't know what's gonna fucking it makes happen. People uncomfortable. Yeah. Like well, facing their own mortality makes people. Well, you know what? It also makes them uncomfortable. It makes what? them uncomfortable because they realize how unprepared they are, yeah. and they yeah. hate that you are prepared. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or preparing. Like yeah. even I've sent people like, like like videos we've taken of me just like shooting guns and shit, and like they're literally scared. Like they're like, and I'm like, like I don't even fucking like hear with the, the guns. Last few days? Yeah, last few days. He's like, I've like I've just DM people like I know like, like like what are you up to in Canada? I'm like, oh this. Like I'm like shooting guns, blah blah, and they're literally like, oh okay, like uh, I'd be way too afraid of that. Like you know, or like they just straight up go like. You don't need to show me that. Like, they, like, like, it like, actually freaks them out. And I'm Holy like, what the I, fuck? I've had an acquaintance be like, you're way too comfortable around guns. It's like, no, that's a good thing. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I, I, also, I'd hope you are. You're in the fucking military. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 sir, 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 no. <laughs> Br edit that. that. That is, that is the. Uh, I mean, he's, he's outed himself for that a bunch. No, no, it's a. I'm not doing that for about me. I'm just saying that, like, the peop- That is a very dangerous mentality for people to get into. It's like saying. Well, you're a cop. You should be good with the gun. It's like yeah, the amount of training that like the vast majority of the military gets when it comes to firearms yeah, is yeah. like once every two years. Yeah, they shoot a gun with, for like fifty four bullets. Yeah, it's like such a dangerous thing. And then you got guys like that guy you went shooting with once, where it was like, "Oh, I'm this in the military. I'm such a pro," and he was a fucking gobshit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that happens more often than not. It's like Far more often than not. People that justify themselves that way, and I. I am no different. Once upon a time when I was young and naive, I was like, oh, I'm in the military. I'm a professional at arms, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, if you don't train more than what they do, like, and like I said, the infantry are different. The infantry are the guys that are, like, shooting all the fucking time because that's kind of their job. Yeah. yeah. But, like, guys that are, like, the support roles or the sailors that don't shoot as often, it's like, they're not good with guns unless they're doing it on their own time. Yeah. They like to think they are, and that's where it's kind of like... Because you're, you're taught. You're given yeah. this sense of false it's, brevity. It's like if someone has to say, like, oh, trust me, I'm in the military. I know this. It's like, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> red flags. But you see that a lot of cops in the U.S. as well. Like, they clearly don't even know how to fucking handle a pistol. Our cops are the same way. Me and Nathan were at the range one time shooting yeah. uh, Glocks. And, yeah. like, we had a guy like, oh, like, you guys should do the Ipsic thing. You guys shoot better than most of the fucking police officers <laughs> around here. Yeah, and we're like, like, oh, thanks, I'm man. a retard. And that was before we really got, like, hook, line, and sinker into, like, doing yeah. shooting, like, all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember too, like 10 years ago, we were shooting at the range 
And I showed you, this is after I was in the military and you were still in. I showed you the C-clamp thing. I'm not going to fault you for this because this is how I was in the military. The, yeah, just yeah. just like hold, holding a rifle out, Yeah, and th- th- which is like pretty commonly accepted now. And you're like, actually, I prefer the way I was taught. And this, this is the way you do it. And I can't blame you for that because this is how you were taught, yeah, exactly. holding it by like the magwell. And I was too dumb. Like, no. And I was too dumb to know back then. I wouldn't too. call you dumb. No, no, no. I was, I was like, too dumb to realize too that like the Navy's uh, like handling of firearms. Yeah. We get it from the army. It just takes a while to trickle from the army yeah. down to the navy. Right? And even in the army, it was still yeah. like that. They, like they I'm, kind of, I'm kind of looking yeah. that my only like tutelage and this stuff is being from Nathan. So like I'm kind of getting everything. I guess like the the more updated way first. You know. Yeah. So I don't. I'm not going to develop in those like habits or anything. Yeah. I need to. I need to tee up with someone that does long range like actually because i know a bit but like i am by no means an expert and i'm sure i'm doing things wrong 100 percent. and it just just need to learn more oh just a little input here i was looking on gun posts today yeah guess how much a glock gen 4 is going for right how now? much 1500 1400 1400 jesus christ oh my, that's new is like a 700 hundred dollar handgun what <laughs> yeah. the fuck it's because they, they froze the import on pistols and yeah oh yeah you're exactly about, so yeah. it's like fucking yeah Big ups, I guess. Yeah, no, like the like I've talked with this with Nathan a lot before, but the only the like I the only guns I would have access to in Ireland are either twenty two rifles or it'd be massively long barrel shotguns. Yeah, like ridiculously long barrel shotguns. Um, or your tweed coat with your shotgun crooked over your arm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and like they, even then, there's like there's two ways you're allowed to have one. You have to prove that you're a fucking farmer who needs it for like fucking you know like pests and shit on the farm, or you need to be going to like a long range shooting club for like years and yeah. where you're using air rifles at first and then you have to have a your local police sergeant just basically be like yeah no you're cool I'll, I'll, I'll let you have one yeah and so like the chances of me getting going to Ireland are basically fucking nil yeah um, being like a, a bearded tattooed man yeah like if I walk in there like hey how's it going and, you know they're sort of like you're young you've got tattoos you're like fucking you can get the fuck out yeah um it's just not gonna happen yeah interestingly enough in Canada with the assault weapons ban there's three provinces that just said oh right said nah we're not doing that nah good <laughs> Manitoba, Saskatchewan, and Alberta evolved just they didn't say oh right, like we're not doing it. They just said we're not giving the RCMP uh provincial resources to do it. Yeah, which and the RCMP need... don't have enough people in those places to actually run it themselves. So they're just yeah. like effectively tying the hands of the RCMP, which good, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. I hate the RCMP, like as an institution. Everybody. The idea that and and most of our listeners are American. Uh, here, we don't have sheriffs. We don't have small locally elected or locally hired law enforcement. We basically have city police, like big city police, and we have the federal police. So imagine like, I've brought this up before. Imagine the FBI runs every rural police force. Except for it'd be like the FBI combined with the ATF and the DEA. Yeah. They, all on one. They all, they do all the gun crime, the drug crime, all federal crime. And they, they basically like hire like 18 year olds from the city cart them out to the to rural areas and basically have them on a two-year rotation in yeah. small towns it's fucked and they'll and they'll pull you over yeah <laughs> like that, that's the other thing they do road stuff which like they really shouldn't be doing yeah and i've had like mixed like with, with city cops and you know how i feel about anyone who listens to this knows how i feel about cops in general i've had mixed leaning towards very negative experiences with rcmp i've we had that one case. Um, do you want me to bring that one up? Oh, yeah, the airsoft. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. So this this that, just, that guy was cool. That yeah. guy was cool so this just go. That's like not. I don't prescribe to the all cops are bastards because people are very all over. 
I just hate yeah. the organization. As I a hate whole. the institution. Of, yeah, exactly. Of, yeah, but like me and Nathan, we yeah, uh, we've got some uh, RCMP listeners who are just like, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> yeah, but we were going to um, we, we're gonna go play airsoft at an old radar base, and like typically it was a uh, it was private property at that point, but the owners of it didn't give a shit if people went in to play airsoft because they were eventually just gonna tear the building down, right? So it's like yeah. you couldn't do any harm to the building. They weren't trying to save it. Yeah, the building itself was, but fucked. but they weren't. They hadn't torn it down yet, so they didn't care if people went in and did urban exploring, airsoft, whatever. Yeah. The thing is, when we went out there, the group ahead of us that we were going to be playing with cut the lock to the actual area. Yeah. And when they cut the lock, someone drove by and saw this, like, young adult fucking with um, bolt, cutters. bolt cutters. There we go. Yeah. Cutting the lock, and they called the RCMP being, like, suspicious activity going on at the old radar base. Yeah. So, anyways, God, they we were fucking kids then. That yeah, was so long. We ago. we were like just barely into our twenties. Yeah, if I, I I was still in my teens, I think. Yeah, I may have just been twenty then. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So we got there. We um, they were ready, so they went into the building to set up, and then we were just radio them when we were good to go, yeah. and we'll start the game, right? Yeah. So as we're getting up, so I'm like in my fucking tack vest. I think I had like the Sig five five two airsoft gun at the time. We're all amped up, ready to go. And as we're about to step off into the building, I see a car over to the corner of my eye. I look over. It's a fucking RCMP car. And uh, they came out with their guns drawn. Uh, I threw away the assault rifle and my pistol as soon as I can and told them to do the same. Yeah. And it was probably one of the funniest things in hindsight when the cops just like, are those real? I was like, no. And he audibly goes, thank God. Yeah. Because I guess in his mind... Oh, dude, if it was a heat scenario or yeah. something like that, that guy would have been fucked. Oh, but the thing was, I'm sure they're already amped up, too, because not that long ago, four RCMP officers were killed in rural Alberta from a guy fucking sniping them from a barn. So, Christ. I'm sure when they showed up here and saw dudes with fucking assault rifles, they're like, well... <laughs> yeah, we're gonna fucking die. And we, uh, we got talking to the guy afterwards, and like they actually played with the guy, and they thought it was cool, and they explained why they were there, and they didn't care we were playing airsoft, they just... Didn't expect to roll up onto that. So that's just a little little tidbit. It's just like not all cops are fucking bad people. It's but, the but institutions like it's the institution, that they work for. Yeah. I honestly respect the cops that are just fucking quitting en masse, which is a lot of them. Yeah. There and are I, and the, the fact that recruiting's down so much, hell yeah. We're doing our job. We're <laughs> doing our job. It's just like seeing how it's turned into a politicized institution. Perhaps it's been for a very long time. But now, more than ever. Oh, um, kind of unrelated. You know Arthur's getting a podcast? Yes. Yeah, like... You were telling me about Who's this. Arthur? Oh, Arthur, the fucking Arthur the TV Arthur. show. Yeah. yeah. He's the getting Arthur. a fucking par- podcast. There's bring Franklin on. We, we should we should bring <laughs> we should bring Arthur on and Buster. Yes. yes. Just a- Arthur and Buster on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just like completely fake what this podcast is. It's like a kid-friendly educational podcast. <laughs> 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 Just bring on Arthur and thing. I mean, they'd be like... Uh, so you guys ever come anywhere weird? Like, <laughs> you ever taste your own piss? <laughs> like, hey, Arthur, you want to know how to make a pipe bomb? <laughs> that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, no, uh, shout out to real online boy who had the best quote to you about yes! this. It's him like faking like a Comtown episode with fucking uh, uh, Arthur, and Buster. Arthur and Buster. And he was like, uh, Arthur being like, the other day I was thinking about a, uh, a Chinese guy that's got Down syndrome. <laughs> It's like, yeah, like he pets the dog the wrong way and then eats it. <laughs> like shit like that. Down, down Ching Strom. So fucking funny. But yeah, no, shout out Real Online Boy. Um, Christ. 
who also does uh, parodies of Slipknot songs, where uh, like uh, Psychosocial, where it's like, I fucked my ass and I did come. <laughs> <laughs> Shit like that. It fucking rules. It <laughs> fucking rules. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, it, the, the like uh, I do find shit like that really odd as well. Like how like weirdly like mainstream or like I guess legacy media more so is trying to get into like online media and they're doing oh, it like in the weird. completely wrong fucking way. Yeah, we, we were talking about that last week with uh, the CIA has a fucking podcast now. Yeah, why does the CIA have a podcast? Uh, I. And it's like the director of the CIA. It's not even like it's some intern. Like it's like like major higher ups that are now just like talking shit on podcasts. It's crazy. Yeah. It's insane to me. I genuinely don't know. Like and it's not like that's gonna like you know work like against the idea that the CIA is like fucking you know just doing evil. evil and doing bad shit. Like yeah. the fact that they're like doing their own very obvious propaganda now is yeah. like not gonna fucking help. There's gonna be like three kinds of people who listen to it. It's gonna be old people. It's going to be like those weird kind of like government fetishists yeah who, yeah and there's gonna be people like us who are just fucking memeing yeah and, what the fuck oh, is no, no, this? there's gonna be a fourth group and that's gonna be the young cia that want to suck their dicks and try to get ahead in the organization yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder like what's it even gonna fucking be about they call it's a call like the cia files or some shit is this gonna go through like every conspiracy theory and try and debunk it just be <laughs> like oh no we actually didn't tra- traffic those kids that wasn't us oh yes no that that, that we, did, we did not shoot jfk we do not <laughs> know what the founders papers are <laughs> do not visit cia.gov slash finders papers do not google the finders papers yeah. I not... real funny that the yeah. US Navy's been like putting out all their documents about UFOs they're like fuck it we're not answering questions anymore yeah. read our documents <laughs> pay attention to this don't pay... do not look up the finders papers I'm like no one gives a shit like yeah. literally no one gave a fuck they were like oh here's footage of like an unidentified object and everyone's just like oh, okay and what the and fuck like, I don't have any time for this I got a lot going on right now <laughs> yeah like straight up like I'm pretty fucking meanwhile, busy dude you know other pilots are out there like uh uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> it's touching my ass <laughs> <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Advanced Warfighting Solutions. Advanced Warfighting Solutions, they have quite literally everything that you need to be a lethal, super cool Instagram operator and also just a super cool actual operator or just a super cool civilian or just whatever the fuck you want. They have battle belts, plate carriers, assault packs, pretty much anything nylon. They got it. So be sure to check them out. Use code ARTMORE10 on an SMU war belt and you'll save some money. We don't get any kickback. You just save money. Huge thank you to them for supporting the show. How's it going, lads and ladies? I'm BR, producer of the show, here to take a quick break to tell you about our Patreon. Not only do we want to continue improving the quality of what we can do here on Art and War, but we want to push what we do all over at Seaburn Art, from the guides to pursuing video content and the lofty goal of having a space for our team to make it all happen, and the Patreon helps us get after it. But what's in it for you? Our Patreon subscribers enjoy five different tiers of exclusive perks, ranging from all of the content the lads would post on a pre-Zuckerberg Instagram, Downloadable high-resolution guides and targets, including Redcoats, Skinwalkers, John Harvey Kellogg, World Economic Forum, Cult Leaders, and more. Also, behind-the-scenes info like Nathan's personal art, spicy memes, and at our highest tier, get monthly art commissions created by Nathan himself. You can find our Patreon via the link in this episode's description at patreon.com slash seaburnart, or in the Seaburn Art page's bio on Instagram. Now let's get back to the show. So I, I bought a subscription to like an AI art generator. Um, and, and people always ask, like, are you worried about this, you know, putting out a business as a yeah. professional artist, whatever? And I, I fucking love it. I genuinely love it. It's, I'm just generating, it's like... Which, uh, which one? Uh, I, I bought Wonder. I know, like, Dali Mini and stuff are better. 
Uh, I've been using that one, playgroundai.com. Oh, that, yeah, that yeah. one's actually really good. I'm really yeah, yeah, I think you generated a picture of pumpkins uh, in doing the lemon party thing and sent it to me. Yeah, I also did. Uh, you told me to do minions conducting. Was it? Was it? It was minions. A minion's mass grave, but <laughs> but it, it, it wouldn't let me do it. It said it was against like the terms of service. I had to do like minion's funeral. Yeah, <laughs> like that no, one. Mine actually generated a mass grave of minions, but it, it didn't look very good. Yeah. Um, the, the minion doing a cross burning actually turned out super well, though. Um... <laughs> He's doing a cross burning. <laughs> was there was there like a minion on the cross, or was it just them surrounding it? That should be the cover art for this episode. <laughs> I should I should send it to uh, I maybe I'll put it up as uh, as part of this. It's going to take me a second to scroll up, but just genu- genuinely just thinking of I okay, I, I have sh- uh, Confederate Shrek. Confederate um, Shrek, <laughs> that's really good. It's actually, really good. Holy it's... shit! <laughs> <laughs> like the lighting is incredible. <laughs> it's really detailed. It turned out really well. <laughs> Oh, and that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Confederate <laughs> Shrek. And just Mickey Mouse gives Hitler speech. Um, Don't they do that on the regular? Yes, fair point. Uh, James Bond curb stomping a gray alien. Um, I can't get that one to work. I really want that one to work. D- D- James Bond, like just like grabbing an alien by its ankles and smashing it into a wall. Whereas <laughs> I, I just can't get it to work. <laughs> somewhat, it, it's yeah. Somewhat yeah. Working for me. Um, but yeah, no, I, I am not worried about this thing taking my job. But it does give me like endless hours of fucking enjoyment. It does. Yeah, no, for sure. Like it, it's as you said, I don't think it's gonna really replace anything, but like it, it does make some fun shit. Isn't yeah. it crazy to think of that one day, like AI will be able to do that, just like whatever you want? Yeah, but, but as, as it stands right now, it's like as it stands right now, like we're ways off. Yeah. Like what's annoying as well is like all the dudes that are tr- are trying to use it to make actual art when it's like no, what this should be used for is that like minion coming in like small cat, you know, things like that. <laughs> like it shouldn't be used for like actual art. It should be yeah. like just like demonic shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's like for backgrounds and stuff, and Shrek, like Bosnian mass grave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. For for things that you can work on, it's been good for backgrounds and whatnot. Like if you already have the knowledge on how to fix something, yeah, and like sometimes fix things from basically the ground up. I can see it, its use. Yeah, I think I said to you like it'd be great for like um like uh fucking. Yeah, like art bashing and shit which is where like it's like done by concept arts a lot like where obviously the, the work is not going to be used for like actual yeah. display it's just like an idea and like you can like do like a mountainscape with like you know fucking elephants in it or some shit and then it'll give you like a, a, a generalization yeah. and you can just paint over it and make fix so bad shit and things like that but like it that's for shit that like no one's ever really going to see except from people you're working on concept art shit you know yeah no 100% um, but uh no i do think it's cool though like the the amount of ai tools that have popped up in the past while like we like, like i've seen like a ton uh like from everything from like fucking writing tweets for you to like fucking uh voiceovers like there's one that will make like a perfect like you give it like a minute of you talking and it'll make a perfect ai like voice of you that you can just type in to say shit have you talked about uh the fucking um cyberpunk anime on here yet a little bit i just said it was really good it's really yeah fun. yeah like, like the, i just asked because again i go through all our texts and shit like that and there, i sent you one of someone read it asking uh 
there's a there's a a piece of cyberware in the show called the sun devastan that basically lets you like kind of pause time and move super fast through yeah. time and shit right and someone just goes do you think david uses the sun devastan during sex and i replied you just blink and there's coal moving out of every orifice in your body and you can't walk anymore <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> that's a fucking great show I'm though it now. It's just that and, like, met. so i tend to text nathan i like think of shit to, to say to nathan at like 5 a.m like right as i fall asleep and i always put it in my my notes on my phone and the next morning i don't know what the fuck i was talking about and the one that like i genuinely had no recollection of that seemed genuinely like a fucking like other person wrote it was when i just wrote taz the tasmanian devil is autistic the rest of his family is normal they let him spin around in the back garden every mormon family in utah has at least one kid like that whole state of tazes <laughs> <laughs> i just woke up to him and be like what the fuck are you talking about and i was like what and he and i saw the screenshot <laughs> i was like all right i need to stop taking so much melatonin before i go to sleep <laughs> has anyone seen any autistic dating shows lately no there's i'm waiting for the i hear actually hold on there might be a new season of love on the spectrum i gotta google it <laughs> If there is, we'll watch it tonight. <laughs> if there is, we'll watch it tonight because I guess I'll have to talk about it in the next episode. This is my job as a, as a, a autistic reporter. Yeah. Uh, how many how many seasons are there? So uh, like, I would highly suggest everyone checks out the Australian version if you haven't, because there's one. There's the US version on uh, on Netflix. Okay, the show is returning for a third season, but it hasn't yet. Excellent. You're gonna be waiting with. I can't fucking time. wait, dude. I love that fucking show. Like it, it, it's just wild to me. Sorry. <laughs> it's just wild to me, like like, like that. This was ever allowed to happen. Like it, at what point did we just be like, okay, yeah, no, it's cool just to record disabled people and like essentially just like we, we know everyone's laughing, right? Like, that's that's what we're doing here. Like it's not like sugarcoat this. <laughs> That's all they're doing. I'm just thinking about the queen opening her coffin, just running around. <laughs> Just resurrected, no, dude. That was the, that was the that was one of the greatest days in Irish history. Yes, <laughs> that was like you, like you texted me from like a party, <laughs> straight up. Like so, like literally three people listen to this podcast DM me congratulations, and like I, I would have liked this to be like you know that's not cool, dude. But I literally was out at a bar celebrating when they said that. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally in a bar. Everyone's like, oh, it's like fucking singing and shit. There was like videos going like all over the place of people like celebrating it's, like football matches and shit, like yeah. just singing. They had like, to cancel all the football because all the Irish people kept showing up to trick yeah. like it was just a national fucking holiday like yeah. it was like straight up like everyone no one gave a single shit like i i i, I got, had people like uh on like one american dude to follow on twitter was like i cannot comprehend anyone being like upset about like like like, like this who gives a fuck and uh i was like aside from being upset Ireland was like fucking celebrating and someone commented like it says more about you as a person that you were celebrating the death of an elderly woman and i was like get fucked dude she took like half the world she can suck my dick she still has six of her counties i don't give a fuck <laughs> it's what? like going like you know hitler was pretty old when he died no give a fuck he's hitler <laughs> well that's because you irish gave up your guns that's why you don't have the that guns. is absolutely it's one of the most wild things to me like a whole country built on revolution and like access to arms and what did we do we gave all of our fucking guns away Actually, it was like yeah, insane like, like, all, all your friends looking at you shooting here it's like oh why would you have that you straight up and like, like it's crazy to me like like the, the idea that like it, like, the, it is genuine the incomprehensible to an Irish person that like a government may abuse this power. They just yeah. cannot comprehend that whatsoever. You're, you're a fucking Irish! Uh, dude, it's insane. I was like, I was yeah. like, what the fuck are you talking about? You, 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 literally, this is beaten into
into us in history class yeah. like the famine and fucking all this shit it's all we fucking talk about yeah. and then it's like but that never happened now it's oh, like- yeah. I don't I don't think in like my mind I actually know of like an indigenous person that's like anti-gun yeah good like, like I, 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 I can understand why. Yeah. It's like, they fucking under- know their history. That's exactly. why. They're like, yeah. We know what you motherfuckers do for unarmed. Yeah. <laughs> I can think of a few, but they're all just like insufferable inner city people. Yeah. Um, so we, we just talked about this off air when we were accidentally, but I'm going through our conversation and quickly as I don't want to rehash it, even though it wasn't recorded, uh, that AI art generation taking away uh, art from, you know, artists and everything else and how I don't think it's going to, to, uh, to replace me but i came across a ai generated prompt that you did called asian man fighting an eye stealing robot <laughs> which you did while i was getting lasik <laughs> i forgot i did it's that amazing. yeah it's just like nathan squaring up against a robot <laughs> i mean if Nathan's unarmed, I'm probably going to give it to the robot. If Nathan's armed, I'll give him a 50-50. The first, the first thing I ever tried was in the AI thing was half-Canadian Asian man with a gun. <laughs> and he just found out like a bunch of like Vietnamese dudes. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, none of them even had guns. No. My favorite is still the minion cross burning. <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. No, but like, yeah, no, again, like I said, like it's just I hate all these dudes trying to use it to make actual art, but they should be making just funny shit. That's yeah. exactly what it should be used for. Yeah, but, um, everything turns out fucking weird. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, like, like I don't know, like it, it's. I don't think that we're gonna see like AI really effectively taking away anyone's job. I, I feel like the most likely thing AI is gonna be applied to that might actually affect pe- people's real jobs is gonna probably be like coding. Yeah, like there's probably I guarantee you there's like an AI coding bot at this age that can make shit that's pretty fucking doable. Probably. Yeah, like absolutely. you can just type in you know make me a fucking Twitter app and it'll just do it. You yeah. know, um, like it, it, I think that would be something I'd be more worried about than like creative things because like at the end of the day there's you know it can create like variations of shit and it can create like you know uh different kind of like uh you know generations of things but it's not going to be able to go with something completely original because it's just grabbing information from pre-existing art and pre-existing content yeah you know but coding i imagine isn't is uh, that's what coding is anyway every anyone anyone you ever met who's like a developer is like uh, all of my shit runs off me googling shit on substack and like trying to find the answers and stuff and copying someone else's code yeah. so like already you could get a fucking bot that could do that you know um but I'd be I'd be very happy if more autistic coders were out of jobs because let me get another Ted Kaczynski situation. That's <laughs> what <laughs> um, so we that's so what we really need some government autistic government contractor coder getting like unceremoniously fired and just being like oh fuck this <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kill everyone <laughs> shooting up the block. Oh, I have something that one of my friends wanted me to talk about. So, yes, so please. this is a story from my old college days, right? Yes. So I believe actually, Nathan, when I was here like five years ago, I told you a bit about this dude, but there was like a little bit more to it. So I went to college with this dude. I won't name, I won't give him, give him a name. I'm going to call him Steve. Steve. <laughs> I do know Steve. I can't call him Steve. <laughs> I'm going to call I, I, him. I tell you how the fuck he goes, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, look in your face for a second. I'm gonna call him Nick, right? Because yes. that's actually kind of close to his second name. So Nick, right? So Nick basically uh was all fucked up looking. He had like one leg that was shorter than the other. Oh, he uh used to like, yeah, guy, he used to like yeah. limp about the place and shit. I told you guys a story about how uh uh he was the victim in this situation where he was um 
he was he was walking down the street limping down the street and uh he got like accosted by a junkie who took his wallet right yeah. the junkie runs around the corner directly into two police officers who just grabbed the guy grabbed the wallet out of his hand my friend was around the corner going like what the fuck that he's on my fucking wallet they're like oh, they checked the id yeah yeah there you go and they put the junkie in the back of the car and they're like so what just give us a brief detail what happened like you know he goes i was walking around he saw my shit and the guard goes do you want to see something funny He's like, what? And the guy that opens the back of the the, the the police car and just beats the shit out of the junkie in the back of it. Just like, <laughs> like swinging digs into his head. He was like screaming. It's like, you don't have to do that. Stop, stop. Like, and they go, oh, no, we know him. Like, he does this shit all the time. Isn't that right, Bobby? Bobby's like, fuck off from the back of the car. And, like, they were like, uh, quiet, Bobby. We'll get you some chips on the way to the station. He's like, you fucking better. And like, <laughs> that was just like his interaction. But that dude, uh, Nick, the amount of shit he got into. I remember he once came to, to class, right? And we were like sitting there. And we had these like like all oh, the doors all had these little windows he could see through, and he rocks up, and already his eyes are, like white as shit. He opens the door and he limps in, and like past the lecture doesn't say shit or whatever because sits down the back. And we're like, Aaron, your fucking nose, and there's cocaine all over his face. <laughs> the lecturer was like, y'all right down there, Nick? You doing okay? And he's like, what? And he like, touches his face. He sees the powder. He goes, I walked past a fucking guard like this, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and he's like having a panic attack in the back of the class. And we're like, calm down. But the amount of fucked up shit that that dude did, like, so he was, we, I was here when on the front page of an Irish newspaper, I was like, that's fucking Nick. And I showed, showed it to Nathan. It was like a story where he basically had been, he, he has some friends that live near him. Now his family are extremely rich, right? Like, I mean, like insanely. His, his dad owns a company who gets rid of all of the waste for like all the major tech companies like Apple, Microsoft, HP, like they're a billion dollar company, right? So he lives in this big ass house in like, like kind of a semi-rural area, but like close to like a big town. And he gets a call from one of his friends. He goes, hey, uh, can me and the boys come over? Uh, we're, we're out having a few drinks. Want to come back to yours? And I'm like, like I said his name, I'm going to fuck. He's like, yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, come on over. So all these dudes, uh, he, he's expecting like, you know, six dudes in a car or some shit. A fucking bus, like a full-size people carrier bus arrives up and about 40 people get out and just run into his house. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck, right? So he's like r- going through the house trying to like calm people down and stop the news. They're all drunk as shit. They're all like, the media start wrecking the place. Like, And uh, one girl knocks over a vase, right? It doesn't break, but knocks it over, right? And he starts, he loses his shit. What the fuck are you doing, you dumb bitch, right? He puts it back on the table. And uh, she's like, who the fuck even are you? He's like, this is my fucking house, right? He starts like losing his shit. And they, they go, what the fuck are you going to do about it and he goes fuck you runs out of the room upstairs grabs his dad's hunting shotgun and comes downstairs screaming again limping this motherfucker like <laughs> just flying about with the shotgun right everyone's like oh fuck god right <laughs> and they all just bail at the front of the house right he comes running down the road screaming at these people still chasing them with a the gun at the same time for an unrelated incident the garda armed response unit was down the street <laughs> <right>? <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't explain like you never find guards with guns they just happen to be in the area right? so they see this dude limping screaming with a gun and like 40 people running and they just tase him immediately <laughs> like off the rip and he's like Barrr! fucking hits the ground and he starts screaming at them going sons of bitches as he's trying to get up again they tase him again so he's, he's like completely fucked on the ground and again this guy weighs like maybe fucking like 100 pounds like this is not a big dude right <laughs> so like they basically pick him up and they put him like I was talking to him, I was like, what the fuck happened? He goes, the fucking cunts, they pick me up and they put me in the back of the car and they bring me to the station. They take me fucking shoelaces and I'm there the whole night freezing in this cell. And he goes, so the next day I go in, there's a there's a, this this detective lady and she's talking to me. And she was being nice at first, to be fair to her. She was like, Can we get you and I was like, get me a subway. And they went and they got me a subway. 
and I was sitting there eating it, and, and she was going, okay, so like, what what happened? And I said, you know, they all fucking turned on my house. They were breaking shit. I lost the plot. And she was like, right, you, you you took out a gun. He goes, yeah. She goes, can you describe the gun? He goes, yeah, it's like a it's a double barrel shotgun. It's a, it's, it's a hunting shotgun. Like, it's my dad's. And she goes, okay, and do you have any other defining details about the gun? He's like, I don't fucking know. It's got like a an engraving on the on the headstock. And she's like, what sort of engraving? He goes, it's a farmyard scene, I think. She's like, what do you mean a farmyard scene? He's like, the fuck do you think you mean a farmyard scene? Fucking pigs and cows and shit. I don't fucking know. <laughs> and they're like, you calm down. He's like, you calm down. And he gets dragged into the cell again. <laughs> so, <laughs> He ends up like fucking like, has to like go to court and he was like charged with like like attempted like 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 uh they, they, they tried to charge him like full on like attacking someone with a deadly weapon and shit but like he got out of it but like this dude was like I can't explain like 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 what a fuck up this dude was he's not the type of dude you expect to do this shit at all like he was like five foot six one leg short of the other we also found out at one point we thought he was just born that way like his legs all fucked up and he goes oh you know I've, it's like a it's an issue with my hamstrings if I did some stretches it'd go away but like I'm just too lazy he was like. So you walk around like a fucking gimp instead, instead of just doing a bit of fucking stretching at night before bed. Fucking retard. Yeah, we once took his shoes in the middle of the street. But uh, <laughs> he, he was such a fucking dickhead. But uh, we, uh, so another time he comes flying into the classroom, right? And he goes, which one of you did this? And we go, what the fuck? What are you talking to? He goes, I'm going to fucking kill his one of you. And lecture's like, Aaron, what the fuck? Calm the fuck down, right? He goes, what's this? And he pulls out this like, like typed up letter from the Church of Scientology. And someone had signed him up as interested in joining the church. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, damn, my fucking address and everything. <laughs> he goes, I'm getting phone calls all day from the Church of Scientology. And I was like, this is the funniest thing I've ever heard. But it actually wasn't me. <laughs> like, like, as much as I wish it was, I didn't do this, right? And then one of the lads, after he calmed down, like he left, goes, that's not even from the church. It was me. I wrote that up and sent it to his house because I thought it'd be funny. <laughs> and so then I immediately promised him, I was do it for real. And I have since signed him up about six times to the Church of Scientology website, including putting that, like, I'm very interested in organizing an event at your church. Here's my phone number. Please contact me immediately. <laughs> like shit like this. But, uh, yeah, he was he was very fun to, uh, to enrage. That was like, uh, most of my college experience was basically just me and my two friends bullying everyone else. It was great. Who was that guy that you went to China with? Who they? Oh, uh, dude. So, tried to kidnap so him. when we were in, when, when we were in, when, <laughs> so I went to an all boys. I went to an all boys Catholic school run by priests. Shockingly, none of them ever touched us. But as far as I know, I, I didn't get touched anyway. Maybe I wasn't sexy enough, but they didn't touch me. But uh, they thought it would be a genius idea to bring about forty young Irish lads, aged around sixteen or seventeen, to China. Right, and province uh, uh beijing oh fuck yeah yeah so like fucking big ass city shit yeah. you know so they they bring us to china and like the minute we land we're like we're gonna fuck shit up this is what we're gonna you you guys fucked up you you know what you've done but on the way over on the plane they put one of the problem students named screech real name not saying but he was called screech because he looked like screech from saved by the bell and all the teachers called him screech as well and they put him beside one of the teachers going like you, you keep an eye on him right now, she proceeded to get incredibly drunk the entire flight, and at one point spilled a bottle of vodka on her friend. I see from the back of the plane screaming, You fucking dumb bitch, what the fuck is spilling on me? And she screams just losing his shit down the back of the fucking plane. And so, while she was drunk, she called, said another teacher looked like a mongoloid, and he has a brother who's disabled. He got extremely angry. So by the time we landed, there was like a feud between the teachers where like it was like like 4v4 or to have like massive fights and shit. And me and like three of the students had to go up and be like, listen, we are in fucking China and we don't know what the fuck's happening. So you need to cop the fuck on and sort this out. Right? 
but uh we like the first night we were there we were told all to go to bed and like one of the guys was like he was a this little fat dude and he was in bed he had like like toothpaste on the spots on his face and he was like like in just his boxers me and my buddy sean walking in there talking to him he's what are you doing what are you going how's it going what's, what's going on with you we're just chatting away to him and sean sees over to him and goes flip the bed he's like all right so we walk over flip the fucking bed he starts screaming we grab his like all his sheets that he's holding on to and we're dragging it down the corridor and he's like hanging on freaking so we get to the elevator and he lets go and this, and this is a fat dude in his boxers with toothpaste all over him and we get in the elevator with all of his sheets go down the floor the door opens and there's another guy with someone's backpack there just looking at us we just swap immediately we go back over floor he's like where's my sheets we're like don't fucking know hayden has some good luck he's like whose backpack is that don't know put it on the fire escape left and like so we basically just fucking ran right well, another thing we did was we used to two of the guys brought big ass speakers with them on an irish flag and we they put it on their like uh nightstand and we would play absolute donk tunes just like pure fucking drum and bass bullshit right and uh, donk, we, tunes? donk tunes yeah, <laughs> yeah donk tunes donk donk and so we would be blasting this at like 2 a.m and the teachers would come flying down like 30 of us in one hotel room losing our shit bang on the door right and we'd all hide we all had a hiding spot i used to get under the fucking laundry basket turn it upside down like hit underneath it and then the lads would open the door where they could cover the speakers with the irish flag and they'd open the door pretending they were still asleep going What's your fucking problem, sir? What's wrong with you? Like, the, the fucking noise from this room. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. We're fucking, we're going to sleep. Like, you'd be like, all oh, right, sorry about that. Leave back the fucking donk chains. Everyone fucking jump over down. But we, uh, we were going to like the Chinese markets, and there was a guy in my class named David. And David should have been on Love on the Spectrum. David had like one eye that went the wrong way. He was five foot tall. He used to talk like this all the time. And I don't know what was actually wrong with him. Like, I I believe he's now like a lawyer or some shit. Like, he's fine. But like, he just looked fucking hilarious. Like, when we were in, in uh, fucking shop class, we had these mallets that were like kind of teardrop shaped. So one end was pointy. And I used to wait till David asked a question. So he'd be like, teacher. And then I'd turn around and just go at the back of his head with like the pointy end of the mallet. And then the teacher would turn around and David would just go, ah. <laughs> and the teacher would be like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? So we were we were going through the Chinese, we were going through the Chinese markets, right? My friend Alex is in front of me, David's behind me. And these are the Chinese markets are like they're they're in like a building, they're in like a like a, like a multi-story like shopping mall, but like they've got these like little stalls set up. So it's very narrow little like hallways. And we're walking down one. I just hear from behind me like help, help. And I turn around and this Asian lady's grabbed David and is putting a purse into his backpack going, he buy, he buy. And I'm like, give him back. And I'm like pulling David away from her. And she's like screaming at me and like yanking him backwards. David's like, ah, in the middle, was like screaming. And like, my mate Alex is just throwing shit from other stalls at her. Like, get away from him. And eventually like grab the purse and throw it at her and like drag him away. And then I had like Chinese people shouting to me going like, you're wearing a girl's t-shirt. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> Running away with David. He's just like, ah the entire fucking time but, like we did so much fucked up shit i remember we, we we went to this we had to go to this theater show and we came out there was a dude like on a moped selling like like laser pointers and like fake rolexes out of the back of his fucking briefcase right we were like we can't buy here but if you come to our hotel we will buy and we got on the bus and then watched this man weave through fucking traffic for like t- like 30 minutes like dodging cars and shit to the point where like we have to buy shit now we cleared like his entire stock when we got back because we all just felt so bad for making him drive and he die and uh yeah it was fucking great i love being in china it was awesome but i uh i honestly don't know how we didn't like literally kill someone another time we were in like a restaurant and we go to the bathroom and there's like six of us in the toilet and they have these like uh urinals on the wall 
and like one of them was was actually missing it was missing the urinal but it had like they had these buttons you press for like water to go through and we thought it would do like you know a second of water just to wash down whatever's in there so we were like screech fucking press the fucking button go on do it do it and he's like willie lads willie boys go on they're going yeah fucking screech press it he fucking slams the button place floods it do, the, the, the faucet does not turn off there's water everywhere right we're like oh fuck oh fuck all of us are panicking and the door bursts open this little asian lady comes in just screaming at us with like a, like a, a fucking mop and a bucket and screech is like water water just pointing at the ground and she's just hitting him with the mop he's like what are you doing you bitch and she's like just screaming i'm just smacking him i went back to like the restaurant table like tears streaming down my face oh teacher's like lucas what's going on i'm like i, I, I swamp water <laughs> it was like the funniest fucking shit but that was that, like yeah so like, like that basically prepared me for going into college where you just basically abused everyone uh it was uh it was college was, was fucking great because like i had these like two really good friends and we were just like we, we I, I i would like to say that you know we were just the cool kids but we were just actively bullied everyone else <laughs> like, like i remember that dude nick woman turned around and talked to me and my buddy c and like as he gets like fully turns around c just goes turn around sees it nick's like oh fuck it goes back we uh i did uh we me and c once turned up to a class drunk like i mean like completely fucked like out of our minds right and there was this other journalism class and they were told that they had to write we had to write in pick a podcast we listen to and write like a description or intro to it right easy fucking thing given 20 minutes to do it not fucking hard right steve is on his phone one of his eyes is closed because he can't open it when he's drunk uh i was like, typing away or whatever i think i picked the fucking joe rogan experience or some shit and uh it gets the teacher just talking around the class she's like well, what are you guys writing she goes to one dude and he's like i was going to write about spirituality uh, this podcast i listen to but i i couldn't think of what to write just sitting there for 20 minutes doing fucking nothing right next dude is like i wrote about the russell brand podcast and he starts and he goes hey it's me russell brand yeah that guy with the long hair that's all i got i couldn't think of anything else <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no one else had done shit and then we're very visibly drunk in the class staring at the teacher so she like goes to move on we're like what about us and she's like did you write them like yeah <laughs> we both had written like full like intros thing and then we both read them out and just turned to class and went use our shit we're drunk and we did this <laughs> well uh yeah so college was a fucking great time but uh it was absolutely not conducive in any way to getting a job or anything oh, it was no, like no, no, i no, did no, that no. entirely separately like like i by the time i left at lectures asking me for job references and i was like no fuck off yeah. <laughs> i fully agree with a lot of post-secondary just being fucking oh useless. it's garbage it's yeah. a you racket. go, it's a you, you go racket. there to spend all your money and get a piece of paper that says you are qualified for something yeah. and normally it's nothing for what you're doing yeah. Like, my degree from the military has no bearing on my job, and it was four wasted years. Yeah, 100%. I, I still debate going back. Like, I've got a good GPA. I've got six courses left, and I can Of course you do. You're Asian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I just don't want to. I don't fucking want to. I don't want to support the institution anymore than I already have. It's been fucking useless. I, I feel like if you went job. back now, you'd, like, actually kill someone. Oh, like, Just, like, when we first went, like, because me and Nathan went around the same time. Yeah. I feel if you went back now, like, just the, like... The wokeness that has overtaken oh, dude, the institution. Oh, dude, be my fucking trunk. I'd be peeling some fingernails <laughs> off in my fucking basement. I, just... Nathan's glasses are getting progressively smaller every day. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, like, show up one day with a necklace of ears and a fucking baseball bat. Um, no, no, no. It, it's, uh, when, I, when I stopped, I was going to business school, which wasn't too bad. But um... Nathan, you didn't hand me your thing. Put a gun on the table. <laughs> 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 Fucked up. Yeah, no. I, I imagine college in Canada being extremely woke. Yeah, it is now. Oh, dude, it, it's fucked. I mean, it was when I first went. It's yeah. far worse now. 
what's what's kind of worse too is it's self perpetuating in that. Uh, I I knew someone a while ago, and uh, she she was like small town. Uh, I don't want to say conservative, kind of moderate, um, but you know, not really out there. And she uh, she came from her small town to go become a teacher. She was going to one of the few places you can get your bachelor's of education. And she goes in with pretty normal opinions. And like a year and a half into her bachelor of education, she's like arguing passionately for like giving 11 year olds puberty blockers and teaching pleasure-based sex ed to seven year olds. It's like, Oh, well, this is what you're learning in school. Oh, well shit. And it's all self-perpetuating. Like we had a, we had a one like lecturer that tried to be woke, but he was just really bad at it because <laughs> he would just like make shit up. Like I remember once he, in class, oh, this is a guy who was, yeah, yeah. Th- th- this dude was like, like he was on. He had never experienced the real world, never had a real job. He was only a lecturer, and he's on his third master's degree. And I remember him once going, "Well, you know, ten uh, percent of uh, of people in in Ireland are uh, are born intersex." I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? That'd be like, there's like ten of us in this room. We one of us here. What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah. So, Wait, like, you really look up. I look up the stat for like worldwide. It's like one point four percent. Yeah, dude, in Ireland, it's like zero point zero zero two percent or some shit. I was like, I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he was like, "Oh." Well, uh, I wasn't aware of that. I was like, you're just pulling shit out your ass. Like, you're just making shit up. Actually, <laughs> I should write. I think it was in Ontario, one of the schools in Ontario. I could be wrong, but like a teacher got fired for like marking too hard. Yeah, he's a chemistry. He's a chemistry teacher, and like a bunch of students were like, like he his class is like notorious for like a lot of people failing because yeah. he just has high standards. And it's chemistry. It's not exactly like it's fucking easy either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they they fucking sack him because like a bunch of students complained that it's like it's unfair. I'm like, wow, <laughs> get fucked. Yeah, it's like crazy. You can actually fucking. I, I can see you arguing if it's like a fucking class where it's like your opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a we had a communications class and you had to do like a presentation as part of it. It's on fucking anything. We were told to pick someone we thought was a great leader, and I didn't go to college that day. My friend calls me. He goes, "Let's do a presentation." I go, "Yeah, what you do?" He goes, "So I had to do on like uh, someone we thought was a great leader, and I chose Hitler." <laughs> I was like, what? And he goes, yeah. And there were three German people in our class at that time. And he goes, yeah. So I went up and the first slide is a picture of Hitler. And the three Germans put their heads in their hands. And we're just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> he goes, I was not a bit like, listen, he, he he started out great. He reformed the economy. He built the Autobahn. <laughs> and all these people in the class were freaking out and trying to question him. A lecture was like, he's technically not wrong. <laughs> he's like, I got like an 80%. <laughs> I was like, good job. <laughs> And uh, in some of my university courses, uh, fucking random history, whatever, because I did a history degree, yeah. I, I started catching on that the student uh, the student teachers weren't actually reading the whole thing. They'd read the first two pages and the last two because all they gave a shit about was your opening and your clothing. Yeah, yeah. So I started putting it to the test by, like, writing about Halo and Call of Duty in the middle of my fucking things. And I'd be getting, like, decent marks. <laughs> and uh, one one time they actually, like, one of them did read the whole thing, and they just put, I fucking love Halo in the middle of my fucking thing. I'm like, nice. That's awesome. I, I had a lecture once that I said to him, we had to do a, a it was like, I was on a, like, um, kind of film theory or something, because we had to do a film course as part of our thing. And he was like, uh, I, I said to him, John, he was, John, this dude was only like, I would have been like 23. He was like 30. Like, he, like, he was not like an old dude. I was like, have you got like anything you particularly want me to like include in this? He goes, just make it funny. I was like, all right. So I wrote it about it's always sunny in Philadelphia, and I had about like the the uh, hegemony in you know, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And I was like, when Danny Vito's character Frank says, "If you want to get into this boys' hole, you have to pay the, the toll troll," and like <laughs> shit like that. Like throughout, and he just got back, and he was like very funny, seventy eight percent. It was like sweet. <laughs> One of the few classes I actually got an A plus in, weirdly, was gender studies. 
And I went in entirely like it was one of those you're supposed to take an electives, and I'm like, Fuck, yeah, but you fucked the work. teacher. That's why. I did not fuck the teacher. You <laughs> fucked the teacher. I did not fuck the teacher. Man, like, you were like giving her lifts to places and shit, yeah. just sucking her off. And like Nathan in his twenties was like all game. No, no, that no, man no, no, had no. mad I, game. Not on purpose. And I think people just Nathan's got like a passive buff to like attractiveness <laughs> where like he he doesn't doesn't even have to say anything, and girls are just like, do you want to have sex? He's like, okay, and just like <laughs> walks <laughs> off with them. He, he's got some gray going on, but it just makes him look better. Yeah. <laughs> but no, she was like 50, she was married, but we got on great. I didn't agree. The thing is, I would challenge every woke thing she said, and I was like, well, that's the government's fault. And, you know, going on about, like, but you should be able to order belt beds at Amazon. <laughs> Weirdly, we got on great. We didn't agree on a fucking thing except how much we hated the government. And next thing, she's, like, telling me, uh, she had, like, SKSs buried in her yard or something. No, it was, it was grand. It was grand. <laughs> My God, Nate Plus. I don't think I did a lick of work on that entire course. I had one lecture that uh, do you like? You, you ever meet someone who, like after about like maybe like this the third time meeting them, you're like, oh, you're bullshitting. Like you don't know what the fuck you're doing. I had this lecture like that where like one of the first classes she gave us was how to pad out your resume and see like you know what you're talking about. It was like so what you did to get this job, and like she had no fucking clue what she was doing. But I remember she like this was going to be a class on like some sort of media bullshit, and I remember her going uh for this class we're going to design a viking shield in powerpoint and i was like what the fuck are you talking about so she told me this at the start of the year and i went i'm going to tell you right now i'm not coming back to this class if you tell me what you want done i'll submit it but i will not be in a single class she was like yeah that's fair <laughs> in high school we uh i did a political studies class in like uh, grade 12 so mm-hmm. like our final year in canada and um the, the teacher was just like all right, what you guys going to do now is you guys going to make like your own nations and like then the nations would like interact with each other. You're trying to make like a yeah. kind of like a fake world. Oh, that we're like, yeah. Anyways, I just went like full like ham into a militaristic society and <laughs> called it New Sparta. But the thing <laughs> was he didn't give, he didn't put limits in, right? So I just said like it was an incredibly wealthy nation of like natural resources, gems, oil, <laughs> and everything. I, I had 20 fucking aircraft carriers, like nuclear submarines <laughs> and all that. None of the other students that took this course, they were all, like, middle to left. So yeah. they all had these peaceful nations. And I was, like, during our, like, UN session, right, it's, like, one of the guys, like, didn't like didn't like me. Uh, yeah. You be already can cut that out. But, uh, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah little fucking. Yeah, so he yeah, didn't like me. Okay. So he wanted to do sanctions on me. I'm, like, I'm invading. <laughs> and he's, like, well, you can't do that. And I'm, like, I look at the house. I'm, like, who's going to stop me? Yeah. And all of them are, like. Looking at their like the little sheets of what their military was, I like, like I'm OP as them. fuck. I opened up them ten to one, and all my nation did was war. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I think it ended with me nuking them. I was just like, <laughs> I'm nuking you. And he's like, the chief's like, whoa, that's amazing. What are you gonna do? It was Mr. It's a teacher. He's just, oh, like, he just like, well, you can't stop him. <laughs> <laughs> we once had to do a, uh, a, a this like, like mind like fucking map test thing where it was like, here's like a you've you've crash landed in the Arctic right on a plane. Here's like a a bunch of shit that was on the plane. And you, you gotta pick. You can t- only take like ten items with you. Like, what do you take for your survival? And one of the things in there was an axe. I was the only one that was like, take the axe, and everyone was arguing against it, going, why would you need that? I was like, one bears. I was like, two, firewood, three, what if one of the survivors gets open and you have to kill him and eat him? Like, <laughs> like, like, fucking easy. Also, like, what, genuinely, like, even discounting 
all self-defense scenarios. Why the fuck would no one want to take that? Yeah, straight up. I think, I think Jimmy were arguing me not to take it. And I was like, I'm putting on the fucking list. Fuck you. There, there were, one of them was a thing of maple syrup. And I took that too, because I was like, calories. Yeah, yeah. I was like, sugar, calories, you need that. And they also were like, what are you talking about? And I was like, you're all retarded. And like, it, but it was like, it was a mixture of purposefully, like, clearly survival shit and then dumb shit. So it'd be like, you know, blankets, fucking water, things like that. And then it'd be like uh, a phone charger or like an, like an, an iPod or like shit. And the amount of people that were like, I'm taking the iPod, we need music. And I was like, you're going to fucking die. <laughs> it's like, you're fucking retarded. Yeah. <laughs> it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. It's people who are passionately argue against fucking yeah. having a flashlight. Yeah, straight up. Like, that is exactly that. And like, it made me realize like, how just completely unprepared like, everyone is for emails. So you do, you take all the actual useful stuff. And then when the other ones are, that shit. And then once they're all down or no, that's the one you go to subjugate them. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> I'm the only one here with an axe. <laughs> You're going to be my slaves. <laughs> straight up. Like, literally, it was broken into like, groups. And at the end, like the, the lecturer marked like basically essentially who was right and who wasn't. And like they wouldn't let, you have to obviously be decided upon by a group. They wouldn't let me take the axe. And he was like, you obviously should have taken the axe. And I was like, retards, all of you. I've never met these people in my life before. And I was like, I hate all of you straight up. <laughs> Christ, no, that, it's it's like a lot of people, a yeah. lot of people. But at the same time, like that is dumb, even a normal person said. Oh, dude, it's crazy. Like it, it, the the people I went to college with were straight fucking morons. Like that's why you have you had even like the most mild semblance of like fucking like like cop on. Like you just did it extremely well. Like like all of the like lecturers like loved like me and my two buddies, and they hated fucking everyone else. I always remember going into uh, this one one lecturer who was like the only actual legit journalist that taught the course. He was a uh worked for the guardian i won't name him but he was a a, a, a like he'd been he, this is a dude who like had reported on the troubles in northern ireland he'd been like uh this like stationed with the irish army in kabul and like shit like that like he was actually like pretty cool and i remember walking in our it was like our we were joining up with another class we hadn't seen previously so we already knew the lecture and we uh walk in he's like explaining what the course is going to be about he's like so we're going to cover this topic and me and my buddy walk in he goes ah the lads and immediately we're like henry and we're over to hugging him and shit and all he makes like jokes throughout it. like he's like so we're going to be talking about like you know popular topics in the media such as recently caitlin jenner has been in the news and he turns to me and my buddy and he goes snip snip lads what everyone else like who the fuck is this guy who are these guys he's talking to well he ruled i fucking loved him he was great no he was awesome but uh yeah no most of my lectures sucked ass there was a few there was my favorite one was the depressed guy who was previously the head of the course and they demoted just being a lecturer and he's just turned to us and go you guys should all drop out now and we're like why he goes because fuck this course let's drop out funny yeah. enough, one, of, one of the most interesting courses i did and really it was just a part of a course and yeah. it was through the military actually so i was on a i think it was the basic operations course when i was a reservist and one of the classes we sat in on was actually a lecture from a CSIS informant. CSIS is like our CIA, I guess. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. They're not one-to-one, but kind of similar. Yeah. They're our intelligence organization. Yeah, they, they're Anyways. slightly less of a black budget. Yeah. I think they – I'm not 100% sure that they deal heroin in black I have a funny but, – But they probably do. I have a funny story about public service, so I'll put a pin in. But uh, anyways, uh, the guy that was doing the lecture, I forget his name now, but he was a, a former extremist. Okay. So like he uh, he like nine eleven happened and he signed up to get onto a plane to go to Afghanistan. He was gonna fight the West, siding <laughs> with the terrorists. Yeah, yeah. Base. So, he, so, but he got he got he got over there and like like met his contact and went and saw the Taliban and he's just like this is fucked. And he, he turned around, got back on a plane and flew back to Canada. This isn't what I thought it'd be like at all. He turned himself into the, into CSIS. And CSIS was like, 
want a job. What, what an like, easy way to get yeah. a government job, though. Just be like, so he just, oh, he yeah, just like, over the- he just like yeah. dumped all the information he had about where they were. So those cell he probably linked up with probably got fucking hellfired. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, um, remember the Toronto 18? Yes. They were like a family slash group of friends that like were planning like a terrorist attack and they're going to cut off Stephen Harper's head. Okay. Uh, was a former prime minister. Like he, uh, he integrated himself in with them. As like the informant, yeah. So like he was telling us all about it, and it was like probably the most interesting course I ever actually got to sit that on because the guy like actually seemed pretty cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like let's get to fucking Afghanistan. Oh fuck, <laughs> that's so fucking funny. Holy but shit! The, the pain I was gonna put in. One of my buddies used to work in the public service through uh, the border security. Yeah, and I won't use his name, but he was telling me that like their IT security, like, was all the like weirdos like the, yeah. the spectrum kids that were really good with like computers and stuff yeah but that's who you want in your security <laughs> it got to the point that like their handler was like this like relatively attractive female but they were all like socially awkward around her yeah and wouldn't typically listen to her unless she wore a sheriff's badge okay boys this here is the sheriff around these parts howdy and they're like okay he was just like, it was the most fucked up thing he'd ever seen, but he's like, it worked apparently. They all listened to her. Imagine so being funny. one of these guys and being like, yeah, let's see what we can get her to do next week. Imagine being her. You just for a superhero cape. Imagine her being going to like university for six years for this job and you're forced to wear this plastic chair because these troglodytes won't listen guy, to you otherwise. Imagine the guy trying to explain that to her. Like, listen, they're, they're retarded. <laughs> do you know any cowboy phrases? Howdy, <laughs> safe, safe right now. <laughs> when he told me that, I like lost my shit. That's fucking hilarious! Holy shit! Road uh, in the middle of the fucking ocean. It was the best thing I've heard. <laughs> uh, I do remember talking to a guy that was a developer at Twitter, and he just he straight up told me he was like being uh, being autistic is a requirement to be a developer. He's like that's just like the basics. You have got to be autistic. VR, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, please cut that. Um, I'm not I, sorry, I wanna... you British cunt. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to get BR on a Schizocast episode to apologize for his country's crimes against me. <laughs> I would also like to have specifically him on. me, not my nation. <laughs> I would also like to have him on so he can uh, answer for the crimes against the indigenous. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nathan, I'd like to have him on for the crimes against the Asians. Actually, yes, he has to do a penance episode. <laughs> yeah. BR is going to be representing all of England. <laughs> 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 all this shit. No, uh, VR sounds cool. I love VR. Yeah, no, VR. I, I actually feel terrible for the amount of shit he's had to edit out that I've said. That's absolutely yeah. <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> oh, Christ. Tickle. Your local senators. <laughs> Strangle and tickle. Justin Trudeau. <laughs> No wonder you got shit at customs. <laughs> I get shit at customs all the time. I just look shady. <laughs> How many times have you got fingered at customs? Uh, not yet, but it's going to happen. Like <laughs> I'm fully expecting when we travel to the US, me to be like bent over the back of your truck, just getting anally raped by a customs officer. I, it's weird, considering you know my online footprint. I have never gotten shit from. Uh... Yeah, because they're probably afraid to die. <laughs> <laughs> they, they know you have guns. I don't. <laughs>
They know you have guns and you're not afraid to meet God. <laughs> it's just, just like, look them dead in the eye and grin. It's like, it's not worth it. <laughs> I was saying that it would be very funny on the way down to the U.S. We got stopped by an officer being like, you know, where are you fellas headed to? Let's go, your mother's house. And they just magged them to Glock and do them. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. It's like, what, what would you do if I just, if we got pulled over and I dead ass looked at a cop? The cop asks, where are you going? And I say, your mother's house. And like, you have to tickle. Yeah. What else can you do? <laughs> Make sure you keep, you got to keep the badge as a trophy. <laughs> I'm just going to go full Mike Noli. If anyone here hasn't watched uh, the big Les show, go watch it immediately. It's been made in, in, uh, an animated show made by an Australian dude in Microsoft Paint. As a character called Mike Noli, he gets pulled over by a cop and immediately he's like, hello, sir, you got a, a head of your license registration? Nah, I can't. Local boy lost like about 24 hours dropping in the fucking station, can't. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he gets out of the car freaking out and your man tases him. He goes, oh, oh yeah, nah, 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 yeah, nah, hurt so fucking much. Fuck off, can't. <laughs> he just like pulls the fucking taser off himself. <laughs> you know what, I'm going to let you off the warning this time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what they're thinking about it now? Most of the cops on probably like the East Seaboard probably have like Irish heritage. So they probably just get a laugh because you're an actual Irish guy. Tell that's genuinely, that's what my friends got away with. Their friends were driving like fucking like like, like going like 120 in like an 80 zone because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They're in America. They got pulled over. Fucking like it's like state trooper doing fucking cowboy boots and a hot and all like walks over like, sir, you know how fast you're going over there. And my friends is like, I'm from Ireland. I don't know what's happening. And <laughs> me, he's just like, my great grandparents from Kerry. How are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> like let him off immediately. <laughs> that's probably exactly what happened to you. Yeah, yeah. No, I just I just immediately don a fucking leprechaun hat and I'm like, hello, officer, how are you? <laughs> I'm looking for me pot of gold. Would you like a wish granted? Better than my idea. You're, you're like, fucking putting a leprechaun hat before you leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I just look at the officer dead in the eye, start screaming, and I wet myself. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna dye my hair orange before we go. How? How? Do you do? No, no. You, you you let all you let them know that you're indigenous. They're just going to bag dump into you. Like, you, you, know, you know, this, this, this is the thing though. You had to hold up both characters: the indigenous and the military one. Your move. Just, I'm, no, I, 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 I'm just imagining so shirtless, wearing a headdress with like faint finger paint on his face. He's just like holding the two cards. <laughs> How? <laughs> Put my sheriff badge on. <laughs> Holy no. fuck. Uh, I'm looking well, forward to this. I don't know if we can talk about it. Um, weed is illegal in Ireland. Yeah, yeah completely. Like, um, totally illegal. So on the easily way attainable, but extremely illegal. So, I thought you European ties must be all fucking progressive. Yeah, so like, it, like fucking Amsterdam is is the one in Europe that just allows it like freely, like it's just totally fine. Like, it, well, basically, like it is here in Canada, where you can just go to a store and get it. And they, even they, briefly a bit ago, tried to they they banned it again, they made it illegal again, and within like two days, they had like drug dealers stabbing people in the streets because like, <laughs> they just moved back into the city and they started trying to deal and people weren't paying them and shit. And so like they were like, this didn't work out, and they made it illegal again. <laughs> yeah, but like, like, no, it's it's literally always been illegal in Ireland, and it's like there's I I. I I highly doubt that it's going to be legalized there anytime soon. So on the way back from the airport, uh, we bought Lucas his first joint and um, got, yeah. got to my place. Um, we can cut this if you want. No, you can't. Let's go. Um, got to, to my place. He smokes half of it and immediately he's like, oh yeah, I don't really. No, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really feel anything. And uh, sits down on the couch and half an hour later, you're like, Oh, yeah. asleep. No, 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 <laughs> half an hour later, you ordered a hundred dollars worth of McDonald's. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 
half an hour after that, you were fucking snoring and you slept for four hours <laughs> as this food just cooled on the table. I just fucking inha- like, inhaled like a McChicken and was immediately passed the fuck out for yeah, four or, hours. Or large Coke Zeros. Yeah. There, like, was, <laughs> there was like a pile of burgers. Nathan's roommate who's never met me walks in, goes home from work and I'm just like this Irish dude passed out in his fucking couch and he's like, he's sleeping, don't wake him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fucking passed out in the couch. <laughs> There's, there's a there's a price one for you. Rub six gang Dash. Rub six gang Dash. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so weed, weed. What do you think? Uh, honestly, I don't I I don't know if I'm a fan because it just makes me sleepy immediately, and I am a bit of a stim junkie. Like I love caffeine and fucking. I haven't taken Adderall yet, but I will. Testosterone. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, fucking, uh, like, like the fact that it like makes my brain like I I, st- I got like four wisdom teeth out and stopped taking painkillers the day later because it was lowering my reaction time in Apex Legends. <laughs> so like, I I like the, the my brain getting like numbed and feeling that kind of like woozy. I'm not sure I like it, but like, uh, we will try edibles and see what happens. You know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Man, I had a friend try edibles, and the story of this one is fucking. I told him, don't bring edibles. Like, the buddy that was helping me, like, get everything set up. I'm like, he's got a friend. He's like, oh, he's got the gummies and all that. I'm like, don't. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. He's going to put them out. People aren't going to realize they're fucking edibles. And they're going to eat a shit ton of them. They go, okay, okay, whatever. So the guy brought them anyways. He was like, he just held on to them. He didn't put them out or anything. Yeah. One of our other friends was like, yeah, I can go for some edibles right now. Eats 10 of them. Why? Just, like, eat. Just dummy them, right? And... A little later, he's just like zoned out, thousand yard stare into the floor on the couch, <laughs> and his mouth just opened it, and just like, <laughs> and it's just like a fountain, like it had oh pressure on it. it, yeah, but it had pressure, but didn't make any noise. <laughs> and I just looked at him and looked at my other buddy, and he it was just the fucking I told you, I yeah. fucking told you, and then there's just like the like I don't know meter wide fucking pool of vomit on the floor. Oh my god! Yeah, that, and the guy didn't start having like. He started like freaking out, like yeah. having a bad high. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Well, this was my first time taking edibles. It, um, like I, I'd never touched it. I was in my tw- early twenties, I think, and uh, I, I was uh, on a set having some photos taken. And the photographer's like, "Hey, you, you want an edible?" I'm like, "I've never tried one of these." Sure, I, I had a cookie. Hour later, uh, he, he um, I'm, I'm just kind of hungry, and I go, "Hey, you mind if I have another cookie?" And he's, you know, over there, and he doesn't really, like, I don't feel a fucking thing. And he goes, yeah, 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 do, do whatever. Um, so I, I eat it, and then he just screams, no, don't. <laughs> uh, I spent the next, like, four hours completely, like, zonked the fuck out of it. <laughs> I, I don't remember what planet I was on. I remember hallucinating, just staring at the ceiling and seeing TV static. Uh, my my uh, The girl I was seeing at the time was 10 years older than me and a librarian. And I remember she I'm had your to- teacher. She had to pick me up. And, well, your, and, your, and your college lecture. <laughs> and my college lecture. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it, it was a whole fucking experience. And I did not touch edibles again after that. So, yeah, I've only smoked a joint and really felt nothing. But, man, I've done, uh, I've gotten real drunk sometimes. Yeah. Man, I got so drunk one time that I passed out in a fucking urinal stall on the ship. Nah. Like standing up. <laughs> up. I remembered you, you would not drink. At all, which I, I, I commend you for. The Navy the Navy yeah. changed me. These days, none of us really do anything. But, uh, I don't know, we, we, had our, we had our fun. Anyways, uh, lastly, the, the last thing I want to say, because we got to go pick up some, some RAM for the computer. Um, I find the irony of Kamala Harris pardoning all the, like, talking about, oh, no well, one should be in well, jail it, for, it wasn't her, yeah. it was Biden. It was Biden, but yeah. she went out and did a speech about it, like, oh, no one should be Oh, in. that probably pained her. 
They oh, probably God. paid her because like, like she she was already in the even on the fucking campaign trail where she was like doing interviews, being like, "I smoked weed in college. I listened to Snoop Dogg," and it's like, "Yeah, and you put other people in fucking jail for that, you fucking <laughs> evil bitch." Yeah, like, nineteen hundred people. It was not. It was not a small amount of people. No, it's like, fucking ridiculous. Like, I I can't believe that like it's just now being completely glossed over. But like, to be fair, I will say I've seen a lot of people calling her out about it. Like, even like people on the left being like, "Yeah, no, fuck off." Yeah, um, yeah, but well, uh, you you can tell the midterms are coming around. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, like, like the the two things they've done to try and like in some way solidify themselves is that fucking student loan forgiveness and the uh, uh the 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 weed thing. But like, I mean, I I don't think it's, I can't see it having an absolute major effect. I think that like people are realizing that shit is fucked under Biden's like presidency, and it's not going to be around much longer. Yeah, they, they've had that in their back pockets for the midterms. I think like they they. they addressed and yeah threw it away. With, with opec though they're about to get fucking railed as gas guy rockets again yeah, yeah. Um, no it's fucked but uh i think i think more people are aware of like how hypocritical it is and that what bullshit it is than they really ever before um it's definitely not like i i can't remember the only people you ever see being positive about like the biden presidency are like those like fucking democrat twitter bots like blue maga as they call them you know who are just like all like 60 plus years old and like you know just spend their time what abouting about fucking trump and shit you know like no matter what biden does well at least he's not trump you know like it's, it's like you know they're they're already locked in they don't fucking matter anyway i have not, not seen like a single like person under the age of like fucking 50 be positive about the biden presidency. so that's how fucking justin trudeau got elected because they were on the huge campaign of anything but Harper was yeah. our previous prime minister, and that's how he got in because they didn't give a shit about anyone else. It was just like as long as it's not that guy. Yeah, I bet if he would have stepped down and let one of the other ministers take over, like yeah. the conservatives probably would have won again. I think so. Because then they're like, what? What are they going to complain about? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, Schizocast Five. I, it was a bit of a shorter one this time, but mm. we have. A timeline that we are, and, and I apologize for not being able to make it or potato. Inter- this should still make at least an hour, and we're gonna do a bonus episode at some point where we're gonna delve into the topic of Sam Hyde, internet comedian and Candyman extraordinaire. I want to get him on here. I messaged him. Do we? Uh, if we can get Sam Hyde, I, I could die happy. Yeah, I fucking you, love Sam. Uh, you should message his Twitter because I, I messaged yeah. his Instagram. We probably. Cool, I'll see what I can do. But yeah, no, uh, we're, we're going to do a whole episode about the history of Sam Hyde because I think it's a funny fucking topic. And we're doing another episode about the history of Chris Chan. <laughs> I love Chris Chan. So, so yes. yeah, we'll release those like bonus episodes of some shit. Go follow Schizocast on Spotify. We'll have like updated artwork and shit soon. And uh, we'll, we'll, I'll do something about like the, we'll do like a, a fucking uh, people can leave voicemails and call-ins via Anchor and shit. That'll sell a lot yeah, of That's shows. a good idea. Yeah, yeah you yeah. should uh, take care of that because I don't know what the fuck. I'm yeah, I'll, I'll figure that shit out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, uh, before I go, as usual, dad advice. Isaac, you go first. Uh, shit. Well, you know what? I'm just going to follow on my normal and ask for my big fucking rant about the government. Be prepared for natural disasters and be self-sufficient. Don't rely on the government. They're not here to help you. They're here to take your fucking money and put it into diversity programs. (laughs) So, don't pay taxes. (laughs) Based. Based. Uh, yeah, I was going to echo Simmer Sam. I was going to say, go buy a flashlight at bare minimum. Uh, like, That's fucking different. Yeah. Don't pay taxes versus buy a flashlight. Don't pay taxes and buy a flashlight. That's all you need to know, right? So, uh, yeah, uh, if, you, if you're in Europe, start looking at uh, like non-NATO countries to possibly evacuate to. I'm going to Thailand if shit kicks off. Cheap as fuck. Already found the place I'm going to stay. Uh, oh, so, no, I know uh, what you're looking for there. <laughs> delicious, delicious lady boys. Uh, but I actually have a friend who fuck a lady boy. I'll talk about that next time. Yes. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, he showered with them afterwards. I said it was gayer. I was like, that's gayer than getting your dick sucked by them. 
<laughs> significantly gayer. Outstanding. I'll talk about that more next episode. But yeah. So yeah, look, look for non-NATO countries unlikely to be affected by a nuclear strike and get ready to bail. Switzerland. Never pay your taxes. Never pay taxes. Never pay taxes. Honestly. And uh, fuck, you guys both stole mine. Mine was be prepared and buy a flashlight. So shit, I don't know. Um, go for a run, I guess. Okay, bye.